Hello, I'm Leslie Dudley Corbell, and I'm Diane Doucette Matthews. Welcome to The Mind of a Child. We're so glad you've joined us for today's conversation. Let's settle in, take a deep breath together, and see what we can talk about today. Well, one thing I was thinking about is continuing our conversation on consequences, because we've talked about natural consequences, and we've talked about logical consequences, and I think there's a third one called problem solving. Yeah, I think it's important to remember, you know, consequences happen every day. That's right. As a result of an action or a choice, Um, and our goal is always to focus on teaching Mm -hmm. in that moment and to increase children's awareness of consequences, right? to allow them some ownership of choice and to offer empathy <laughs> when maybe things <laughs> don't right. turn out the way they hoped. So, but as you mentioned, there is a third type of consequences, the problem-solving consequences. And so today we're going to talk a little bit more about how that fits in to how we use consequences to teach children. Yes. And like you said, it's all about teaching and training and problem-solving, just like consequences, problem-solving happens every day. I mean, you and I do it without even knowing it, where we walk through the day just problem solving. And we want our children to be very successful at this when they get older, making right choices. So if we train them in this now, that's what will happen. Yeah. So why is Let's, it so important? You know, some problems are chronic problems. Yes. And so they require some sort of reflection on the problem, identifying solutions. They have a place for learning and thinking and Just creative thinking. And reflecting on it. Okay, so what am I going to do here? How am I going to solve this? So what would be a good adult one? Problems that can't be tied to safety. Oh, that's right. That's a good time Mm -hmm. to use problem-solving consequences. It offers you a wonderful opportunity to do all this problem-solving. But yeah, let's talk about how do we as adults use these problem-solving skills. Yeah, and so one that we came up with would be finances. Because that's a big one. So um, let's say we have a tendency to overspend every, we'll go month, every month. Okay. And it's chronic. Let's break that down. A natural consequence of overspending would be debt, right? (laughs) I'm going to have debt if I overspend or have to cut corners in other areas. So a logical consequence to my overspending would be something like, Fees. fees, like yeah, or insufficient funds, insufficient or you know, funds, yeah, fees. those are all consequences. So yes. the natural consequence could help me learn a different way, but it might not. I might just increase my debt. I might just have more That's and more right. natural consequences if I didn't have the skill to think through what how to solve this problem. The increased fees would also just continue to increase. Yeah, the yeah. debt. We just pay them. We so, just pay them. We keep going. So yeah. that's a good example of how problem solving consequences and really reflecting on it could help me solve the problem. So if we want to take it into problem solving, then we sit down and go, okay, I have a problem. You know, this is just beyond me. I can't solve it by myself. So let's bring somebody else into it. And later on, we'll talk about how you do this with children and family. But right now we're talking about adults. So let's say you talk to your, your spouse. Okay, I'll say, Hank, Hank, I just can't control this. Yeah, so that's a really good example of how we as adults have that reflective capability. We're able to think about a solution, come up with it, try it out, see how it goes, and really commit to it. Children may or may not have that reflective capability yet, Mm -hmm. that that ability to plan ahead. So that's where we as parents come in to help build that in them. And lend them our wisdom, 
that's a real important thing in this. It takes wisdom to come up with a solution. So we want to remind ourselves again that wisdom is given by God. There's two kinds of wisdom, wisdom that comes from God, and there's a human wisdom, a worldly wisdom. So we're going to read a verse before we break this down. I think Leslie has it pulled up for us. I'm going to read from James 3, verses 13, 17, and 18. Who among you is wise and understanding? Let him show by his good behavior his deeds in the gentleness of wisdom. The wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, reasonable, full of mercy and good fruits, unwavering, without hypocrisy. And the seed whose fruit is righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. Hmm. There's a lot there, but a few things we wanted to point out first his deeds in the gentleness of wisdom. Wisdom is gentle. It's first pure and loving, full of mercy, impartial. And you know, when you're working in a family setting and you're trying to solve a problem, sometimes those problems can be very, very difficult. They could really be hurtful for some of the people in the family. So you want to tread lightly on it. So you have to come to it gently. Um, With grace. Yes, that's the word. Mm -hmm. Yeah, compassion and grace, Mm -hmm. you know. So you don't want to just, we have to solve this problem. You want to do it with, with gentleness and the Holy Spirit. God is the great problem solver. We just need to remind ourselves that who do we need to go to as parents? We need to go to God first to gain wisdom and then pass it on to our children. So let's go on to problem solving and powwow. All right. I think there's so many good things about problem solving and, and these idea of this power that we're bringing. So let's talk about a couple of the ideas that we have, how this benefits young children. You mm-hmm. know, problem solving motivates children because it helps them be part of the solution. Diane, you were telling me about something that you did with your family when you were growing up. Yeah. My dad, he would say, okay, D says it's time to have a powwow. And gentleness was not his forte, but maybe that's why I emphasize gentleness. But for some reason, I have just fond memories of that. I think it was just the unity of it, just all coming together as a family. You put together the acrostic powwow. So we're going to talk through what powwow really means. It's a P, problem. Yeah, we're going to identify the problem. And then O, Ownership of the problem and solution. And then W, welcome solutions. Yes, and that's when, you know, the whole family can get together and do it. And then another another W, write a plan. Yes, and O, observe if it's working. And then W, wow, we did it. We did it. Or or try again. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to try again. And one thing that I think is really helpful about having this structure of a powwow is because having a structure with some keywords that remind me of what it might look like and encourage me along that way would have been very helpful to me. Yes. And like I mentioned earlier, some of the topics could be difficult to talk about. I mean, leaving your shoes out or, you know, a bicycle, those are minor. But what if it's really hurtful things like, I don't even want to come up with some well, of those things. Host but host of yeah, problems. Yeah, that host a family, of family relational issues that could be discussed that could be difficult. And so one thing to think about when you go into this powwow mm-hmm. is it may feel awkward mm-hmm. if it's new to you like it's, it was new to me. Good. And so you may feel anxious. You may feel flustered. 
and not not certain. So it, as you mentioned a minute ago, it's always important to breathe, pray before you begin to kind of get in that get more access to wisdom, get be in the executive state, be calm and composed as you're starting with your children. It can also be helpful. You mentioned how much fun it was for you growing up and what a, what a special time it was to come together. So having those moments to connect, having a family handshake or mm. a certain phrase that begins at every time, having those little moments that really show this is important to our family. That's and so great. whatever that looks like to you, we encourage you to have that a part of it also. Yeah, I was the youngest, so it didn't matter what we did. It was just exciting for the whole family to get together. But just to make it, you know, this is us. Here we are together. We in are unity. Un- yeah, mm-hmm. in unity. Thank you. Yes. yes. So let's look at some possible problems a family might experience. And one family mentioned to me that their problem was that the car was always a mess, mm-hmm. that everyone would leave their belongings in the car, mm-hmm. trash, shoes, papers, empty water bottles. <laughs> and they were really struggling with having a plan, getting everyone to own that and be responsible and throw their things away, bring them in. So they used this powwow concept to address the problem and focus on solutions uh-huh. with, the, with the family. Yeah, and like you said, they had tried to solve it a couple of times with consequences and other consequences, the natural and the logical, and it wasn't working. Right. So what did they do? So what they did was they brought the problem to the family table, and they said, you know, I have noticed that our car is messy when we get it in it to drive somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's a problem for me because when our car is clean, we are safer because Ooh. there aren't things in it that might interfere with my driving. Mm. And also because it's good for us to be good stewards of what we have. Perfect. Yeah. That's what and God so wants they were focusing to. on the solution. What did what were they wanting to happen? They wanted mm. to be safe and they wanted to be good stewards. So rather than focus on the problem, they focused on the solution. That's and so, so good. that's a good a good oh my key goodness, thing it's to so take positive. Away. Yes. You know, yes. instead of so negative. You aren't doing what you're supposed to be doing. Right. Yeah, that's right. Good. So that gives ownership to the children. You would say, is this a problem for you? Have you ever had to move things out of your way or have you ever had trouble finding your shoes or belongings? That's what I was thinking, losing things, you know, mom, where's my book, you know, or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Now they may say no, and that's okay. (laughs) If it's not, then you could just, they may say yes and they may say no, it doesn't matter. Then you would just say, well, it's a problem for me because I want us to be able to remember to take our things away and be good stewards. Mm. So what would help us? Remember to take our things in each day so the car is clean and you can find your belongings. Mm, Encouragement. Encouragement and and welcome their ideas, focus on the solutions, write a plan Mm -hmm. of what it's going to look like. And then you want to observe, well, how will we know if it's working? Well, our car will be clean. Okay, so how long should we give this plan? Maybe for younger children, it might be a day or a day or two. For older children, it could be a week. Yeah. Observe and see if it's working. I think that's good for younger children to think about that being like a day mm-hmm. or, you know, let's look at it today or tomorrow, you know, just a short period of time. And so the last one is, wow, we did it. Yeah. <laughs> or oops, Ooh. let's come up with another plan. Yeah. Or how can we tweak this plan? Yeah. You know, all included. And then if, wow, we did it, you could have like a special dinner or, you know, celebrate some kind of way for your family. So, Let's talk about the benefits of having children participate in problem solving. 
for one, problem solving motivates children to become part of the solution because mm. they can share ideas, they can help be part of the solution, and that, yes. that builds confidence in, in That's them. That's right. Confidence in, in knowing how to do that. Sense of success and motivation instead of a sense of failure and I did, I did bad, I did wrong, you know, that's so positive, that's good. Children and family feel a sense of belonging a sense of unity. By coming together yes, to solve problems. They learn a new skill. They learn how to cooperate for the whole family's benefit. You know, it's for the care of one another. They're yes. caring for each other. You know, just that whole idea of mm-hmm. collaboration, mm-hmm. teamwork, unity, and all in a no-judgment yes. analytical framework. We're <sighs> just solving a problem and finding a solution yes. together. So let's review the different types of consequences. So let's let's acknowledge um, Becky Bailey of Conscious Discipline because everyone phrases this a little differently and I really like how they phrase yes. this. I think it's really helpful and it meant a lot to me. As you said, natural consequences motivate children to learn new skills, mm, to motivate wonderful. them to learn new skills. Mm-hmm. Logical consequences motivate children to use the skills, skills. that they have learned right consequences at the right time that supports learning. And the wrong consequence at the wrong time actually demotivates learning. Oh, we don't want to do that. So what are some things we need to consider? You know, children may need support developing other skills, Mm -hmm. such as impulse control, self-regulation, handling big feelings. So while we're teaching skills and helping them problem-solve, it may also be helpful to help them develop those other skills of impulse control and emotional regulation. Yes. And we don't want to overlook that mm-hmm. because they may want to do differently, but they may have other skills that they're missing that we can support as well. That's so important to just consider those yeah. things. Understand know. where they are developmentally and support all the underlying missing skills that may be playing a part. And don't feel heavy burdened about the things we say. Pray, and the Lord's going to bring them to mind, you know. Pray, Lord, help me, and you'll be amazed how the discernment and the wisdom that comes to you. I advice. think a lot of it is just being present with your child. Oh, Observing them and being present with them and in that moment with them and thinking, what does my child need my help with right now? If we can view consequences neutrally, so we're bringing Mm -hmm. this whole idea that they happen every day, if we can see them as just another way to teach children in Mm -hmm. a developmentally appropriate way, it can support learning. Mm -hmm. And that's the key. It's it's when consequences are used more with intent to punish a child, Mm. or if they're used before a child has actually learned the skill Mm. that they're missing, or that preceded the action, or that led to the consequence, that's when they potentially lose their effectiveness. Yes. All of this goes to say it's about teaching your child, being present with them, and just guiding them. That's right. Thanks for listening. Check out our Instagram at the Mind of a Child Pod, or you can email us at the Mind of a Child Podcast at gmail.com.